is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Welcome to the Friday show. Two more shows before we get you ready for Saturday and Sunday's action, okay? We got the... The starter sit for the NFC home games today and the mailbag tomorrow. You're going to want to listen to that one. You can email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. I love Saturday games. I can't wait to do the radio show on Saturday night with a game going on. I love this time of year. And guys, I'm a pretty calm fantasy player usually. Like I, I don't, sometimes I don't even check my scores until like Monday night, Tuesday morning sometimes. But right now I am freaking invested. I am on the edge of my seat. I am feeling it. I was doing that with Demarius Thomas. Last night, a little bit disappointed there. I'm into it. I'm fired up. Let's go. Let's 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 win. Let's get into the finals. This is the time of year for it. It's it's very exciting, and as you know, it's very frustrating when you do not win. So hopefully, everybody comes out ahead. And uh, yeah, I love the Saturday night radio shows. I've always wondered, do you think the the podcast listeners out there would want to sit down and watch a game with us? Yeah. Yeah, well, this is your chance on Saturday night because we're going to be on during the Chiefs-Chargers showdown. Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome, and we'll take your phone calls. It's the better game on Saturday for sure. Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome. Uh, very excited for that game. Very excited for this weekend. And and just if you don't know, the reason I usually don't check my scores is because I have an anger management issue. Not really, but it's sort of. Oh, you do. <laughs> and it, well, when it comes to sports, I certainly do, and I it will drive me crazy if I follow all of my teams. But not anymore. Now I'm in the fantasy playoffs, and now I care. Um, but but no, I always care. But I I'm more into it. Okay. Anyway. I'm giving us a four-minute cap to talk about last night's game. It was very unenjoyable. Uh, quick. You didn't like that game? No. Uh, Why? Come on. 25-13 Denver. Scary injury too, which was, which was sad, but luckily it seems like. Never loved them. Yeah. But well, I mean, one where a guy got carted off the field, but he seems fine. Uh, you know, doing well. Uh, I don't like Skycam anymore. I think I'm over it. Agree or disagree? <clears throat> disagree. Right. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I like it. I could see the Simeon interception coming a mile away. Yes. Oh, it was such a bad throw. <laughs> it was such a bad throw. Yep. Um, but here comes Osweiler. 28 fantasy points. He'll be at Washington next week. I thought it would be really good for Demarius Thomas. It wasn't. He instead. Well, like the score, the score in the game flow was not good. I know. I just, I, he threw two touchdowns and they went to Cody Latimer and Jeff Hireman. It wasn't expected. I mean, that. it was a homecoming game for Latimer. For, oh, it was? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he went to Indiana. Right, right. He did. All right, major takeaways from this game, guys. Start with the Broncos. C.J. Anderson with a big game. Go ahead. Discuss. His workload was great. That's what we said was going to happen going in, and he was better than I anticipated, so he's their guy. You know, I mean, it's it's a shame that they went away from him because who knows how good he could have been. But uh, but do you trust him now going to Washington? 30 maybe a number two week. running back. I think yeah, he's the in the conversation. That he's gotten the last three games. That's the key, the fact that he's getting all that work. Yeah. Yep. And I thought the offensive line was pretty good. Anderson might be available. He's 85% owned. Not not that he's available in a lot of leagues, but he might be available. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders hurt his ankle, so we're going to have to check on that. And as it was pointed out on the broadcast last night, he hurt his ankle earlier this season. He missed some time. Uh, anything for the Colts? T.Y. Hilton uh, continued a terrible stretch against the Denver Broncos. He's played them each of the last five years now. No touchdowns, no 100-yard games. 
if both teams finish in last place this year, they're going to play each other again in 2018. And they're already set to play each other in 2019. Wow. So, yeah, hey, who hey, knows what the Denver defense Of course, but it's just, it's funny that they play them each year and each year T.Y. Hilton just can't get the job done. Um, I thought that Frank Gore was the easiest call in the world this week to get away from. And if it wasn't for that nice catch, he would have been really terrible. Yeah. And he did Colts miss are some pretty time. bad. Colts are pretty bad. Yeah, they are. I mean, their secondary is just in shambles. And next week, next at week they're Baltimore. at Baltimore. So that's a beat the waiver wire guy, Joe Flacco. Not a, not a terrible idea there. Nope. I think that's it. And their secondary is bad too. Brock Osweiler carves you up for 194 yards and two touchdowns and three quarters. You're bad. Wow. I don't think we even needed four minutes. I think we're good here. We're Do you good. want to break down Adam Vinatieri? No, but I mean the the clause in his contract is very interesting. I think he has to go three for three to get like a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. If uh, I hope he can live without that money. If Frank Gore retires, and assuming the news on Peterson means his career is over, they are they both first ballot Hall of Famers, not knowing who's still on the ballot at this point. Just well, Peterson is for sure. That's I think Gore has better career numbers. I think he is. Does he have more rushing yards, career rushing yeah. yards? Yeah, I mean, he's top five. Peterson's out there. And where touchdowns fall on Peterson or Gore? Let's find out. Well, it doesn't Let's matter. I mean, look, come on, wait, guys. I mean, this is, this is where the numbers don't matter. We know, we know Adrian Peterson was right, a better no, player. Just, I think it's just curiosity one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Peterson is more of a, more of a first ballot for Hall of Famer. But Gore should be in. I don't know if he's a first ballot, but he should be in. Really underrated I think he career. Be in too. Yeah. Oh, if, if Curtis Martin and Jerome Bettis are in Frank Gore's and Frank Gore is yeah. top five in rushing yards, Peterson is 12th. And he's like 200 yards away from being number four in passing Gore Curtis is Martin. Un, just under 300 yards away from passing Curtis Martin. 300 or 200? Well, he's at 13, 827 and Martin's at 14, 101. Okay. So it's 300. Okay, guys. So we're done with this game. Jack Doyle had seven catches for 47 yards, continuing his uh, trend of being really good in PPR most weeks. Uh, we're gonna play two quick games. One is finish the lyric. So Dave had trouble with this off the air, Jamie. Let's see how you do. They're sharing a drink they call loneliness, but it's better than... No idea. What? It's one of the most famous songs of all time. Peterson's at 99 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Man, that sucks if he would fall short of 100. Does he come back next year to, to no. finish it off he's, and then right off into done. the sunset? He's got uh, 22 more touchdowns than Gore. Really? You don't know that lyric? It's better than drinking alone? Dave said dying alone. At least he was close. That's the piano, man. Okay, and the other game Dave wanted to play <laughs> was Jamie has a smoothie. What do you think is in it? Uh, I mean, it should be strawberry banana. That's really the, like the premier smoothie. Is, is I'm, that- I'm gonna say he's got a, like a blueberry detox thing going on. What Hold do you off. got? What, what's the answer, Jamie? Uh, it's peanut butter banana. Peanut butter banana. All right. Beautiful. We throw some strawberries in there. Awesome. Can I have a sip? Nope. So I, I woke up and, uh, signed online and overnight got, we got about 50 emails. So, uh, they are really coming in this week and we'll do our best to help you, but you have to listen to the mailbag show. I'm just going to read as many as I can tomorrow. I'll read some tweets as well or on tomorrow's show. We recorded on Fridays. And you have to listen to it. The mailbag show usually publishes around 8 or 8.30 a.m. Eastern on Saturday morning. And if you're looking for a Christmas gift, go to the CBS Sports shop. Go to cbssports.com slash gift. You get the latest team gear and accessories. 
It's awesome stuff. You got some sports fans in the family. You want to get someone a gift, holiday gift? CBSSports.com slash gift and use our promo code CBSFANTASY. CBS Fantasy will save you 15% off any order of $75 or more. CBSSports.com slash gift is the URL. CBS Fantasy is the promo code. All right, here are the news and notes. Amari Cooper is likely out this week, so we don't want to start Derek Carr against Dallas. Juju Smith-Schuster was limited with a hamstring injury. Uh, does this just make it easier to sit him, or is this no big deal? Let's see what happens on Friday. I'm a little nervous about using him to begin with. Okay. And uh, that's that's pretty much it. I think he's a lot safer. I think he can get you four catches. Figure four catches, 50 yards is the floor. If he practices on Friday, he's a very safe number three receiver. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, we talked about yesterday, he's got a tough matchup, but you never sit DeAndre Hopkins. He's had tough matchups this year. He's had huge games. But now he's got this toe injury. Does this concern you with DeAndre Hopkins? Should we, we be thinking about getting away from him at Jacksonville? If he plays, you're starting him. Yeah. I mean, and he talked so much trash about uh, Boye and Ramsey for the season that he, he'll, he'll be out there if he's healthy. Okay. Uh, Kyle Rudolph mispracticed with an ankle injury. Are you guys getting concerned about Kyle Rudolph? Yeah, it's he was the a second, boot on Wednesday. It's, so. Yeah, and it's the second day in a row that he's mispracticed. So Friday's a pretty big day for him. And we're going to preview that game. Maybe that's a big impact on Stefan Diggs. Maybe on Casey. I, li- I like Diggs to begin with. Why? So out, that only makes me like him even more. Why would you like Diggs? He hasn't done anything to make you like him. Uh, well, if Adam Jones and Drake or Patrick are both out, then there's uh, a yeah. bad secondary that he's facing at home after three straight road games. I thought Kirkpatrick would make it back for this game. I don't believe he's practiced yet this week. I don't believe he's can clear the concussion protocol, and that would make the matchup much better for Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I was looking at Case Keenum. It's like $700 cheaper than Ben Roethlisberger on FanDuel, but I went with Ben. Uh, more potential, I think, for like a huge game. Yep, uh, and a great price, too. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, yeah. Tevin Coleman still in the concussion protocol. They got the Monday night game. Leonard Fournette mispracticed with a quad injury. We know he's had the ankle injury. Now he's got the quad injury, so I guess— He says of, he's going to play. All right, but are, are you nervous about him, or just he's, he plays—if he starts, you start him? Yep. Okay, Fournette. If he plays, you start him. Hopefully he practices on Friday. You told me about the Bengals' cornerbacks— Neither of which is looking great right now. What about the front seven for the Bengals? Uh, I don't know if Fontes Burner is going to play either. So That's great for Latavius Murray. Yep, very yeah. much. Really good for Latavius Murray. And Seattle linebackers Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright both missed practice again. Wagner could be a game-time decision. Could be a lot of points in that game. That's a very good thing for Todd Gurley. Yeah. Uh, now, do you expect the following players— Okay, I'm just going to read off some guys who have been on the injury report. LaShawn McCoy. Yep. Yeah. Joe Mixon. We're getting there with yep. Mixon. I I think if he practices today and we hear that everything's fine, he'll he's going to replace Gio in the rankings for sure. Okay, how about uh, Gio Bernard? We expect him? Yep. But... I, I expect him to play. I don't expect him to help fantasy right. if Mixon plays. We don't expect Adrian Peterson. How about Matt Forte and Elijah McGuire? McGuire was back at practice on Thursday. I don't believe Forte was. Initially reported yes, and then I the think the report no. came out. So. Right. Okay. Saints have been giving up a lot of points to running backs lately, but this might not be the week to start a running back against the Saints. Uh, finally, Mike Wallace at Cleveland. Do we expect him? He's mispracticed each of the last two days. He also says he's going to play, though. Hopefully, uh, same thing as Rudolph, same thing as Fournette. You want to see these guys practice at least one day. Friday would be a good day to do it. 
All right, we've got the waiver wire. We got beat the waiver wire coming up. We've got some, uh, you know, we'll talk about Bonanza. We've got uh, some really interesting games. Rams, Seahawks. We've got Cincinnati, Minnesota, which is interesting from a fantasy perspective. Of course, Aaron Rodgers' return. Looking forward to previewing the slate. But let's do the startometer. Some guys that we might not talk about until later on in the show. So I want to talk, get the start-o- startometer, startometer out there, whatever it is. And give me on a 0 to 10 scale, 10 is a must start, 0 definitely don't start, Samaje Pirine. In six road games, the Cardinals have allowed double-digit fantasy points to a running back in four out of six games, compared to only three out of seven games at home. And last year, Arizona made four East Coast trips, gave up two rushing touchdowns to a running back in three of those four games. So Samaje Pirine, 0 to 10 on the startometer. He's like a solid five because I, I think the situation is good. I think the offensive line is bad, and it makes me nervous that he can have one of those big games. Okay, uh, I'll give him a seven. Um, I agree with the nervousness, but the matchup is very good. Game flow should be in his favor because I think the Redskins will be winning. And lack of competition for touches because after Thompson went down, now Byron Marshall's out for the season. Brian Marshall off season. Um, uh, I don't think Capri Bibbs is going to get a lot of work. So uh, I look at Samaj P. Ryan as somebody that's uh, a, a safe number to run back. Yeah. I've seen his rushing average decline each of the last four weeks. So as this offensive line's getting worse, his average is getting worse. He is going to get the touches. I think 20 touches is definitely in play. Uh, okay, yeah, yes, that's for sure. And he has three ca- three or four catches in three straight games, Samaj P. Yeah. Would you start uh, P. Ryan or Jonathan Stewart? Stewart, just because I think they're kind of in similar situations, but better scenario for Stewart right now. I think it's close in a PPR. Yeah, I take P. Ryan in PPR. Okay. How about start-o-meter on Carlos Hyde against the Titans? The Titans allow the seventh-fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs, just 3.4 yards per carry. Carlos Hyde, startometer. Uh, ten. I think you're going to start him. I don't know if you can expect a big game from him. I have to move him down in my rankings. I've got him entirely too high. Well, how about yeah, I'm twelfth. He's staying there. How about this stat? The Titans allow the most receiving yards per game to running backs. That's a good thing for Hyde, but here's a bad thing for Hyde. He has only three catches for twelve yards in two games started by Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, Garoppolo isn't looking for him. Yeah. Which is kind of a problem. I mean, we can't, we can't completely forget that he has double digit fantasy points in just three of his last ten games in standard scoring leagues. I know he's coming off a monster game at Houston. I was, I'm a little surprised if you say ten, Jamie, on Carlos Hyde. I'm not benching him. Alright. Hey, that's your prerogative. That is your right. Uh, alright, next up, we've got Matthew Stafford. We talked about him on Wednesday. That was, uh, seems like ages ago. Matthew Stafford against Chicago, zero to ten. Uh, seven. Yep. All right. So fairly confident in him. Questions about the line. Track record against Chicago isn't very good, but I don't see the Lions being able to run the ball much. And so it's the the standard, well, Matthew Stafford's going to put the ball in the air so much that numbers are just going to be there for him type of argument. Right. Uh, Stafford or Cam? I'll take Cam. Yeah. Stafford or Bortles? I'll take Stafford. I have him back to back. Stafford is safer. Okay. Uh, next up on the startometer, Jordy Nelson at Carolina. 
Um, uh, five. We got a five and a seven there. Yep. Has it, have you guys warmed up to the idea of uh, Jordy Nelson this week? Yeah, I think you got his quarterback back. Yeah, but it's he was certainly still better low. now than it was with Brett Hundley. Well, you knew what to do with him when Brett Hundley was under center. Yeah, I mean, is it better now than it was on like Monday? Have you guys, you know? No, it's not better since Monday. I haven't changed it, so yeah, I, I've always expected him to be a borderline starting receiver this week. So. Where'd you put him? Uh, he's twenty-four. Okay, and he's in the 30s for Dave and for Heath. Yep. Car- Carolina's facing nine teams with, in my opinion, multiple wide receivers who are, are started, you know, often in fantasy. So, like, two or more good wide receivers. They've given up double-digit fantasy points to one wide receiver in eight of nine games. That's not the issue. Multiple wide receivers have scored eight or more fantasy points in four of nine games. It's not really that telling of a stat, but I don't really think this is a great pass defense. Um, all right, just see how much you trust Jordy Nelson. Jo- Nelson or Pirine? Uh, I'm going to say Pirine. I will take Mr. – I'll take Pirine in standard, Jordy and PPR. And finally, Robbie Anderson, who led the Jets in receiving in all four games that Bryce Petty threw – I think it was 25 or more passes in last year. Uh, the Saints have given up double-digit fantasy points in standard to five wide receivers in their last four games. They've given up 80 or more yards to five wide receivers in their last four games. Anderson was good with Petty last year. In, in three games, he was great. Start, uh, start o meter on Robbie Anderson. Five. Three. So he's worse than uh, Nelson? I'm too hard on him. Four. You have him behind Jordy Nelson? I do not. Easy. All right, so you have the. I, like I've got them much range. closer together. Okay, Jamie's got Nelson ahead. Dave has them in about the same range, and that is your startometer. Startometer for for fantasy week fifteen. Some players that uh, we probably won't get to until a little bit later in the show. Didn't want to make you sit there in suspense, but I do want to tell you about one of my favorite products, about Indochino. I love Indochino. You know I love Indochino. I am going to wear my Indochino suit. On Fantasy Football Today on our video show in just a few hours on the Friday episode of Fantasy Football Today. You've gotten those generic off-the-rack suits. They're awful compared to Indochino. And you're going to end up saving money in the long run because you won't have to get your suit tailored. Tailoring, it costs a lot of money to get your suit tailored. There's no way an off-the-rack suit's going to fit you the way it should. So here's what you do. You go to Indochino.com or you visit a showroom. They do have some showrooms around North America. I've been to one in New York City. And you get 50% off the regular price. 50% off for a made-to-measure premium suit. You also get free shipping. It's going to arrive at your door in just a few weeks. $359. That's the offer. $359 for an amazing suit that you are going to love, that you're going to get excited to wear. You go to Indochino.com. You enter FFT. Our promo code is FFT at checkout. Or like I said, you can visit the showroom. You pick your fabric. You customize every single detail, the jacket lining, the monogram, the lapel, the fabrics, all this stuff. You submit your measurements, and you get your suit in a few weeks. Indochino.com. Promo code is FFT. Any suit for $3.59 with free shipping. It's a great gift if you're looking for that. It's If you need to look important at work or at a wedding or whatever, you get yourself an Indochino suit. You won't regret it. It's going to be one of the best purchases you've ever made. Uh, all right, moving on. We got a tweet from the Vegan Pagan, 
And he said, you, uh, Adam, remember I started yesterday's show with a great joke that Jamie, like, legitimately laughed at, but was embarrassed to say that he legitimately Very, very legitimate. Yeah, and so he pretended that he was laughing at me instead of with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the vegan pagan said, when you said Google a joke on yesterday's podcast, you triggered my Android phone, and this came up. And then he showed a screenshot of his phone and said, this might make you laugh. Did you know that bats are not actually blind? That's why they're so good at hitting baseballs. But, um, <laughs> all right, let's beat the waiver wire for next week. We're looking ahead. I got some, some options at just about every position. Uh, well, we decided Joe Flacco would be a pretty good option next week against the Colts. So you could pick him up and he's good. I would, I would pick him up now on the hunch that he plays moderately okay against the Browns. Look, before you do that though, look at the other two teams that you're facing. The other two teams you could be facing. If there's only four teams left, if their quarterback situation is fine, I, I wouldn't necessarily have to rush to do it. But couldn't if if your situation is not fine, couldn't they look at your team and say, "Oh, his quarterback situation sure. is not fine. I'm going to start um, picking up quarterbacks, so he's going to be stuck using T.J. Yates or Jacoby Brissett." Yeah, and it, like if you are relying on Jimmy Garoppolo this week, he's got the Jaguars next week, so you're going to need to get away from that. Right, so if you're not starting Garoppolo this week, cut him. And right, that's well, cut him on Saturday, so nobody can. I also would look though, just before you cut quarterbacks, and if you're just doing quarterback quarterback, look at what your tiebreaker rules are. Oh, true. Because if it's bench points, you want to have quarterbacks on your bench. Other quarterbacks you could look at next week: Blake Bortles at San Francisco, Nick Foles against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. I think. What's that? In Philly. Yes. I think you should pick up Robert Woods. Uh, if he had, I understand not starting him this week. You want to see what happens, but he was their best wide receiver before getting hurt and he's at Tennessee next week. So Robert Woods could win you a fantasy week. Uh, tight end. We got Ricky Seals Jones against the Giants. He's not looking that excited, exciting lately. Tyler Croft against Detroit. Adam Shaheen against Cleveland. These are Hail Marys, but that's what you're looking at at tight end. Yeah, ah. Shaheen could be a good one for two weeks. Right. Good so, matchups. I guess Seals Jones weeks. could too. I mean, he also has good matchups. I love the Cardinals DST hosting the Giants next week, yep. and it might be Davis Webb under center. Also look to see if uh the Cardinals, the, excuse me, the Patriots were dropped. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Blow it home next week. And the Steelers. Steelers are at And Houston. the Jets in week 17. So Patriots and Steelers, if they get dropped, pick them up. The Bears are hosting Cleveland, and the Panthers are hosting Tampa Bay. Those could be other options. Jonathan Stewart is against Tampa Bay. I mean, he could be good for two weeks. And then, I don't know, if Theo, Theo Riddick at Cincinnati, that's kind of a long shot. But those are the guys I got. I'd, I'd be excited to get Robert Woods. I'd be excited to get the Cardinals DST. And if you want to yep. stream a tight end, Seals Jones, Croft, Shaheen, quarterback, Foles, Bortles, Flacco. Anything else, guys? Nope. Okay. Well, I usually give one bonanza. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling generous. Oh, do you have your bean boozled for today? No, and I'll tell you why. Three bonanzas this week. What? Uh, what? Three. W- w- no, no. Wait. A three minute. bonanzas. Now you do realize, just to let you know, we had one of the best weekends of football last week. That's really best. Oh, you know what, Tony? We lost the number two quarterback in fantasy for the season. Okay, I so a- and he played a great game in the process. He did. That's true. That's true. So uh, I think you might. 
You've had and, and, and to your credit, you've had a great year of picking bananas. It has <laughs> not you. gone poorly for you. But I think you should really bow out for another week. And I'll tell you what, no. if you bow out for another week, you won't have to do the bean boozle from last week. Three bonanzas. Bonanza Supreme this week. Okay, well now you have to do the bean boozle. And you still owe us two more too. So you have to do it. I can't do it. I don't care. It's it's torture. I can't. Oh I don't wait care. a minute. If you miss on one bonanza, you're picking three bonanzas. You miss on one, that's one bean boozled. If you miss on two, or dare I say all three, you've got to eat them all at the same time. <laughs> I can't do so, it. I okay, can't I got, do I've it. I've got a box right here. You that's could have lawn clippings, so barf, the, here, and spoiled no, milk here's all what it at is. once. If you miss on all three bonanzas, you have to eat the whole box. <laughs> oh, get the hell out of here. Can I do nope. something? I'll do something else. I'm not eating that crap. It's I can't do no, it. No, no, we 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 nauseating. agreed that it was a stale box of of bean boozled. Uh, I don't want to tell you what actually happened to them while they were sitting out for the month that they've been in this room. Please, I don't want to tell you why you're actually eating it. Oh, come on now. It's but the there is an unopened. There's several unopened boxes at Heath's desk, so you will have to uh, partake in a whole box if you get all three bonanzas wrong. As of now, you owe two. No, three. Why does he owe three? Because he was supposed to eat two of them while he was here, and he spit them out of his mouth. How is that? No, not, one how is that not paid? Like, it was so disgusting for me. You're like my kids. Like, they, spit, they take a bite of a piece spit, of broccoli and they run to the garbage can to spit it out. He spit them out, and they then acted he, like they had rat poison. And then he failed to pick a bonanza last week, so that means he owes one. So right. there's the three. I I disagree. Just with know what you're facing. If you pick three bonanzas. One fails, you're eating one. Two fail, you're eating two. All three fail, you're eating the whole box. Okay, well, that's not going to happen, so let's move on. Here's your, here's one bonanza. This is the free space, as JB would say. Patriots, Steelers. Okay, that's one. Um, that's the preview of some games. I'll give you the bonanzas as we, you know, get to them. Rams are at Seattle. Here is your stat of the game. Bonanza, number two. All right, so we got two right off the bat. Patriots, Steelers, and Rams, Seahawks. Uh, Rams Seahawks is an interesting bonanza call. Uh, let me tell you something, man. Here are the last four quarterbacks against the Seahawks since Re- Re- uh, Richard Sherman's injury. Matt Ryan scored 20 points on 27 pass attempts. That's a really good game for for 2017 Matt Ryan. C.J. Beathard scored eight points. I don't care. Carson Wentz scored 18 fantasy points. He missed Nelson Aguilar twice on what should have been touchdown passes. He also fumbled the ball into the end zone. He did. So he should have had care. a big game. He and, should have. And Blake Bortles had 22 points on 27 pass attempts. Jared Goff's going to have a good game. You guys have him pretty low. I don't blame you because he hasn't been good in tough matchups. I don't think this is a tough matchup anymore. I really don't. Um, I don't know. It's a great matchup. I just don't think it's a tough matchup. So I don't really Goff, dislike him so much because of the matchup. I dislike him more because of what the game flow should be. I think they're going to run on Seattle. If those I, do, I do too, but it's, it's a bonanza. I think they're going to do everything on Seattle. I think Seattle. they're going to run a lot on them because McVeigh even admitted this week that he got away from Todd Gurley last week. So he, when a coach does that, usually that means they rectify it by going too far the other direction. And I think Todd Gurley could get 30 carries, and I think he could do excellent with them. Like maybe 160 total yards and a couple of touchdowns excellent. Yeah, I, I don't see why both can't happen, and he catches passes too. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying I'm gonna let's get out of the bonanza mindset here. Let's just talk about Jared Goff. Um, you'd start Bortles over Goff, right? Yep. Would you start Nick Foles over Goff? Yep. Yes. Okay, that's pretty interesting. I uh, think I think Goff's ceiling is about 18 points. All right, 
I see more potential just because I, I, I think three of four quarterbacks have gotten more than 18 fantasy points against Seattle since Sherman's injury and should have been like a huge game for Wentz. But okay, fair enough. Uh, the we'll Rams. We'll see how the Rams cheating goes in the first 15 seconds of every play. That's not uh, cheating. It's not cheating. It's cheating. It's baby strategy. Strategy. They like to give, they have a lot of communication with uh, Jared Goff before the communication shuts off at the 15 second mark on the play clock and they basically, Sean McVay like basically tells him what to do, it seems. Uh, Alright, Rams wide receivers. Cooper Cup's been on a tear. Sammy Watkins has five touchdowns in his last six games, but Woods was the best when he was healthy. He's missed three games in a row. What do you think about the Rams wide receivers this week? I would try to avoid them if you can. There's too many variables. I don't like Cup just because of his matchup in the slot. I think Seattle's been okay against slot receivers overall. I, th- I think Byron Maxwell can be exploited. He's made some good plays. He's made some bad plays. But I, I watched Blake's film, Blake Bortles' film from last week, and he went after him a couple times. And Goff could do that. And I wonder if they end up doing that with Watkins on a couple of select plays, like a first and ten where they've got one-on-one coverage out there. They take a couple of shots with him. I don't have enough confidence to start Watkins or Woods. Woods is more of like a flex to me, maybe a borderline starter in PPR, because I know what his role is there. But I don't feel great about any one Rams receiver having a big game. I feel like I felt about the Eagles running backs last week. Somebody will have the chance to do well. It's very difficult to predict which one it will be. Okay. Would you start Juju over them? If he's healthy, yes. Right. I might not. I might I might roll with Woods instead. I just think there's more potential in that Steelers Patriots game. I might roll with Watkins too. that I would take Juju over those three guys. So they're all ranked as number three receivers for me. Woods is closest to being a number two in standard. Okay. That's that's kind of where they're at. All right. Moving on, let's go to the I guess that covers it for the Rams. Let's go to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Number one, number one, number four for Jamie David Heath. Let's not even get into it. He's been awesome. Mike Davis is very interesting. Um, is Mike Davis, who's 76% own, a better flex than any Rams wide receiver? Yes. Yeah? What do you expect from him? I think so. All right, tell me what you expect from Mike Davis, who's owned in 76% of leagues. I think assuming the Rams don't burst out to a big lead in the first half, I think he helps keep the Seahawks balanced offensively. And uh they I think they like him. They know what he can do. This is a great matchup for him. And he could get close to twenty touches. He has been good. I mean last two games, sixteen carries for sixty four yards and then four for thirty seven receiving against the Eagles. Davis had fifteen carries for sixty six yards at Jacksonville. He's faced two of the best run defenses in football and he's had a really nice average. And he's facing now the Rams who allow the second most fantasy points to running backs. And 4.7 yards per carry. I think I'm gonna guess we all have the same fear. He just doesn't seem super likely to score a touchdown. Davis. No, but it, I mean, I I think if you're stuck at running, like in our magazine league, I'm playing him as my number two running back this week because sure. I don't have anybody else. Who are you starting him I, over? Who am I starting him over? Anyone interesting? I I, I was kind of piecemealing that spot together, so it was okay. uh Doug Martin, Bilal Powell. Um, <laughs> Tariq Cohen, uh, you know, it hasn't been, uh, I, I had Fournette and Gillisley to start the season. Davis or P. Ryan? P. Ryan. P. Ryan. Davis or Mike Wallace? Davis. Wallace. Well, Davis, Wallace. All right. 
Doug Baldwin, is he a good start or a great start this week? Great start. I think he's a great start. Okay. Start any other Seattle wide receiver? No. You can make a case for Paul Richardson, but I think he's a little safer in PPR than standard. Jimmy Graham, is he a good start or a great start this week? Jimmy uh, Graham given is the a, position he plays, he's a great start. Yeah. You could start the Seahawks DST, but you probably could do better. They are ninth for Jamie, twelfth for Dave, and eighth for Heath. Just depends on how you think Goff's gonna do. Sure. Uh guys, I want to tell you something. You know, you know I'm married for what, six months now? Five months? Something like that? Don't you tell better me. figure that out before you I got married in July. It's December, so that's five months. Um, but before I met my lovely wife, I was uh, an online dater. I did try a number of websites, even an app or two. My friends did as well, and we talked about it a lot. This was a topic of conversation for us single guys in our 20s. Uh, you know what we eventually found out? eHarmony is the way to go. So if you're trying online dating, chances are you've run into lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, random matches that don't turn into dates, and you can't get to know someone just by looking at their picture. So eHarmony brings compatible people together. You want to find someone special. We're growing up. We want to find someone special, something real, and you want to use eHarmony. eHarmony takes steps that other dating sites don't in order to find you a more compatible match. They're built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships. They've helped over a million people find their perfect match. And I can tell you, I can compare eHarmony with other websites. It's just a different vibe. Okay, It's not like Tinder. You're not going on there just to look for somebody to hook up with. They actually want to get you to find someone you can fall in love with. It's it's awesome. It's important. Okay, uh, So right now, our listeners can get a free month. How about that? Just give it a shot. Get a free month with eHarmony when you sign up for a three-month subscription. You got to enter the code FFT at checkout. Go to eHarmony, enter the code FFT at checkout, get a three-month subscription, and get a free month with that subscription. Stop waiting. Start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, use eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started and enter the code FFT at checkout. We are what's, on- your best, uh, what's your best online dating story? I, I'll just say... <laughs> Uh, you, you think about it. You say it on the mailbag. I don't have like a. All right, fine. I can already tell you what it is. I'll just tell you on the. I'll tell you on the mailbag. It's the first time I went to Rocco's Tacos, which it's is called a, it's called a tease. Delicious place. You like Rocco's Tacos? Love it. Great guac. Yes. Tableside, right? Yeah, tableside guac. The guac is the best thing they have there, but you know, still a fun place. Yeah. And, well, the drinks do, but you don't. Partake. Oh yeah, I'll take your word for that. Cincinnati at Minnesota. Oh, I'll tell you a funny one. Nah, I won't tell you that. It's inappropriate. Stat mailbag. of the game. No, you'll tell it on the mailbag. <laughs> no, I, can't. It's a, I can't. It's inappropriate. Uh, stat of the game. The Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota is the biggest mall in America. Now, we don't want to start Andy Dalton. We don't want to start a running. We don't want to start Joe Mixon if he plays, right? Mixon? Yeah. I would try to avoid him. Like you'd start Mike Davis over Mixon. I would. Okay, how do you feel about A.J. Green this week? Not good, but I'm not going to bench him. Mike Davis or A.J. Green? Green. Rex Burkhead or A.J. Green? Burkhead. Uh, Burkhead standard, green PPR. Kenyon Drake or A.J. Green? Drake. Drake. Devontae Adams or A.J. Green? Adams. Adams. All right. I think that's it. No Tyler Croft. We're done here with the Bengals. Case Keenum. Ninth for Jamie. Seventh for Dave. 11th for Heath. Uh, the, uh, you know, I would make a case against him, case, 
but the, they're too banged uh, up. They're too banged up. Like this would be the best pass defense that Keenum has faced since he's gone on this run of six games with with 19 or more fantasy points. But it doesn't apply. So you like you guys like Keenum a lot, right? I think he's got a great floor. He's given you at least 19 fantasy points in six straight games. And I think he's got a pretty decent shot at 25, 27 fantasy points because of how this Bengals defense is. Mitchell Trubisky did a number on them last week. A lot of dink and dunk passing, high completion percentage. And Keenum's just played great. At some point, you got to say, okay, look, this guy is dialed in. Yep. He's got a great receiving core. The receivers have good to great matchups. It would sting a little bit if he doesn't have Kyle Rudolph, but I'm still going to start him and I'm still going to feel pretty good about him. So I think and his the, offensive line is getting healthier. The Minnesota running backs are pretty interesting. Latavius Murray coming off a terrible game, one fantasy point on 11 touches at Carolina. Starter sit Latavius. I'm starting him. I, I love him this week. He was I, almost my start of the week. Um, I, I just think there's so much upside given the fact that they're so beat up. Uh, would you start Latavius? I'll give you some tough ones. Latavius or Kenyon Drake? Drake. Drake. Alex Collins? Collins. Collins. Deion Lewis? Uh, Murray. I'll take Latavius. A Titans running back? Latavius. Murray. Carlos Hyde? <laughs> I'll take Latavius. Oh, you that. said Murray. That was cheap. <laughs> uh, but you meant Latavius. Latavius. Alright, Latavius uh, or Carlos Hyde? Hyde? Jamie goes Hyde, Dave goes Latavius. Alright, what about McKinnon? Uh, he's an okay flex. Is he better than that's, Mixon? That's it. Huh? Better than Mixon? Um, no, Mixon probably just the touches will be a little bit better. I, I think, I mean, look, Tariq Cohen had a very good game against this defense last week too. That's true. Yeah. Adam Thielen's top eight. So, Stefan Diggs. I guess I was a little quick to dismiss Stefan Diggs given all the injuries in the secondary, but he has just been bad. I mean, fantasy points in six games since coming back from injury. Two, thirteen, three, six, three, six. With about five catches in most of those games. Uh, yeah. All right. So Diggs or Jordy? I have Jordy higher as of now. I have them ranked back to back. I think there's more upside with Jordy just because of Rodgers returning. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is it, I, I'm, I'll take Diggs if Rudolph is out. Yeah. That, that if Rudolph is out, if Drake or Patrick is out, I'll take Diggs too. And Kyle Rudolph is top eight. So if he starts, uh, you're going to start him. He has four touchdowns in his last three games. It's been a team that's been pretty good against tight ends, but again, this is just not the same Cincinnati defense. And the Vikings DST is number two for Jamie, number three for Dave, and number three for Heath. Should have a big, big game. Maybe we can expand a little bit more on Diggs. Would you go Diggs or Latavius Murray in PPR? Murray. Still Murray. Okay. Right, that's fine. I think we have a pretty good gauge for where Diggs is. He's probably like a number three receiver if Rudolph's out. Maybe a maybe a low-end number two receiver if Rudolph's in. He's already no, a low-end no, no. number two receiver no. for me right now, so I think I'm 25th. I said that wrong anyway. He's better, obviously, if Rudolph's out. Okay. Green Bay is at Carolina. Remember when Aaron Rodgers, when they were struggling a little bit last year, and remember he went on the radio and he said, he spelled that word out. Remember what he said? Yep, relax. No, he said, he spelled it out. He said, B-O-N-A-N-Z-A Bonanza. Man. you I think you're putting yourself out there on a couple of these bonanzas. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. You don't think so? No, this is going to be high scoring. I don't buy these defenses. The, I, I buy the the uh, Carolina run defense. You should. But we've seen quarterbacks. We've seen wide receivers have big games against Carolina. I have faith in Aaron Rodgers. 
I, I don't know that he's going to get you like 30 points, but tw- over under 25 fantasy points in six point per passing touchdown leagues. Rodgers. Over under what? 25. Over under 25 points? Yeah. I'll say he gets 26. I'll take the over. Okay. So who are the guys you would start ahead of Aaron Rodgers this week? Brady. Ben. Wilson. Wilson, right. Prescott and Roethlisberger. Rivers is the only one I still have ahead of Rodgers that Jamie didn't mention. Okay. I think he's playing great. Okay, great. So if you have Brady, if you have Ben, if you have Wilson, for sure. If you have Prescott, Dave and Jamie say you could start him over Rodgers. Heath, obviously not. And then Rivers, Dave says you can start him over Rodgers. Jamie has Rodgers 5 and Rivers 6. That's what we're talking about here. With Rodgers being a top 6 quarterback for all three of our analysts. Uh, your stat of the game for this one. The Packers have allowed 12 or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues to a lead running back in four straight games. That's Alex Collins, Le'Veon Bell, Peyton Barber, and Isaiah Crowell. They've allowed 4.4 yards per carry to team running backs in three straight games. So their run defense was really good for a while, but it isn't right now. How do you feel about Jonathan Stewart? How do you feel about Christian McCaffrey? I think Stewart's playing well enough fantasy-wise that you have to buy into him as a number two running back this week. So... It's it's clearly touchdown dependent, but the workload has been very consistent, and I think that's something that's encouraging. Not in PPR so much, just because he's not going to be that much of a factor, but uh, they're clearly using him at, at the goal line, and that's a uh, an encouraging thing in a game that should be high scoring. And then McCaffrey, I think, in PPR is is definitely worth starting. You just don't like the touches; they just haven't been consistent with him, or they haven't been good. They've been consistent. They've been consistently low. So I hope this is a game where they get in 15 plus touches. So. Uh, then he should deliver. So PPR, I'd still start him. Standard, he's more of a flex. Yeah, I mean, those guys really make me nervous with the bonanza, but, uh, who do you like better, McCaffrey or Stewart? In, in, in standard and in PPR? Stewart in standard, and I believe I've got McCaffrey a little bit higher in PPR. Yeah, uh, I, I think the, that's the easy way to do it. It's Stewart, standard, McCaffrey, PPR. I just can't get over the fact that Stewart has two games in his last nine with more than 48 rushing yards. It's the same thing as Hyde. I mean, these guys are coming off great games against what we thought were tough matchups. And, you know, Stewart was definitely a tough matchup, but I just, like, he's been so bad this year. Uh, Dave, you have more but faith of, in I mean, of late, he's got the touchdown or 100 yards in four straight games. Yeah. yeah. And they're trusting him more. Down near the goal line. It's usually been cam territory. And their oh, offensive no, the offensive line has been it's been Stewart. Uh speak- second half of last year and most of this year. This year. Yep. Alright, do you like Jamal Williams better than either Carolina running back? Yep. Okay. Eighteen or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues in three straight games. But this is a good run defense, man. They've allowed three it's running tough. backs to it's, get double. It's digits. one that I'm sweating, but I feel like what he can do as a pass catcher can trump Jonathan Stewart and what he can do. And if Stewart, for whatever reason, doesn't score a touchdown, then Williams would easily be better. Okay. Plus, Williams could score a touchdown. Um, Cam Newton. Cam Newton or Case Keenum? I think I already asked you that. But I forgot. I think I you should know our answer. I don't think I did ask you that, actually. I don't think you did either. Okay. That's why I said that. Jamie's got Cam one spot ahead. Dave has Keenum two I've spots got Keenum. ahead. Yeah. But they're close. They're both in the top 10 for Dave and Jamie, and Cam is 12th 
for Heath. He hasn't been playing well lately, but man, this is a great matchup. Look at the last three quarterbacks against Green Bay. Roethlisberger, 38 points. Jameis Winston, 21. Deshaun Kaiser, 22, with only seven rushing yards. So it's a good matchup for Cam Newton. And then Devin Funches is a must-start. Devonta Adams is a must-start. And we talked about Jordy Nelson. So starter sit, Greg Olson. Guys, tight end is terrible. Terrible this week. Do I rely on Vernon Davis or O.J. Howard or somebody like that over Greg Olson? I mean, you, you certainly can. I'm, I'm in one league where uh, I don't like the options on waivers. It's PPR. If it was standard, I'd probably go with Shaheen and take my chances there. But um, I'm going to start Olson just because I've been – sitting on him for a few weeks, and I like my matchups everywhere else. So I do agree with you, Adam. It's going to be a high-scoring game, and I think uh, Olsen will have a chance to have a better game than we've seen the last couple of weeks just because he's you know back to playing and, and hopefully playing his normal amount of snaps. But if he gets four catches for 40 yards, that qualifies as a better game. Because he's done that ca- absolutely Dave, nothing. Four catches for 40 yards would be more than Greg Olsen has this season. Right. <laughs> That's I can't incredible. trust him in Week 15. I know. I, you'd have... I, you would have to see a bare waiver wire. That's what I'm looking at. Shaheen or, or Olsen? I think, Jamie, you just said Olsen, right? Yeah, if it, again, standard, I would take my chances, but Shaheen just disappears too much. Okay. Dave, you're going Shaheen over Olsen? I am. All right. Uh, bottom line is you probably don't want to start either of those guys. Arizona's at Washington. Stat of the game. The last seven quarterbacks against the Cardinals. None have scored more than 22 fantasy points. Only two have more than 20, and that's Russell Wilson and Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles had 18 of his 22 fantasy points come via rushing totals. But they're going to the East Coast. They suck on the East Coast. So starter said Kirk Cousins. I don't feel good starting Cousins. I'm shying away from him as the week goes on. The offensive line is a liability. Patrick Peterson's going to take away half the field. And I just I I don't love it. I don't yeah. I don't think he's got a lot of upside. Okay. I think he has a lot of upside. It's just hard to trust him. You know this this is typically the type of bounce back spot for him uh, against a team that has struggled in a certain spot back at home. Um, you know, yes, the offensive line has played bad, but they were healthy last week, so the tackles were able to play. That's encouraging. Doesn't mean they played well. No, but they're out there, so they're trying their best to help him as much as they can. And so this is going to have to be uh, whoever the secondary options are for him stepping up. I think he could run one in. You know, we see that from memory now and then. So he did it I, last year against Arizona. I don't, I don't love him as a must-start quarterback, but he's in that 10 to 15 range is where I think he will finish. Kirk Cousins or Alex Smith? Cousins. I'll take Smith. Kirk Cousins or Jameis Winston? Cousins. I'll take Winston. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cousins or Garoppolo? Uh, cousins. I might settle on Cousins there. All right, and you guys have Bortles ahead of Cousins. Yeah. Uh, okay, sticking with the Redskins, we talked about Samaj P. Ryan. You guys think he's an okay number two running back? Is Samaj P. Uh, this one I just find interesting here. Samaj P. Ryan or Kerwin Williams? I'll go P. Ryan. Oh, P. Ryan easily. So why is that so easy? So the Redskins have allowed double-digit fantasy points to a running back in four of their last five games. Williams has gotten 20 and 16 carries in his last two games. I, I was surprised at how low Kerwin Williams is in the rankings for you guys. He's in the 30s. Well, he's 28, he is. 28 I don't, for his offensive line is also taking some hits. He's 28 for me. 28, what? yeah, sorry. He's 28 for me. Oh, right, okay. 28 for you, 32 for Dave. Yeah, 
Um, like I said, the offensive line has taken some hits. And uh, I, I, this feels like a game where Washington, maybe they can rebound a little bit, and Arizona's going to have to throw, and that takes Williams out of the game plan. He doesn't play on passing downs. He doesn't necessarily Why do they play have at the throw? goal line. What? Why does Arizona have to throw if you think Cousins is going to struggle? I just think that they're going to have to eventually in this game. I don't think they're going to have to lead much. I don't think Kerwin Williams is going to lead their offense very well. That is so the concern. So you're expecting Washington to get a lot of points from P. Ryan? No, it's not. It could be fourteen nothing, Jamie. It could be a defensive touchdown along the way. It could be a one. I think, I think Williams' workload has proven enough, and the Cardinals' running uh, situation since they got Peterson has proven enough that he's going to get work. Um, I do think, though, the reason I'm just down on the Cardinals is what their track record has been coming east. So it's it's really that whole scenario of them just not playing well when they come on these long road trips for early starts. But Williams, I, I think, you know knows it's his job for the rest of the season. And, again, the workload has been there for him. So I think he's going to be kind of what he is, you know, eight, nine points. Um, the, the guy I struggle with is him and Lamar Miller because I don't think Lamar Miller is going to play very well. And I think workload is going to be similar. All right, so, yeah. yeah I'm thinking it, under eight points this week for Kerwin. Five East Coast games for Arizona in the last two years. Four last year, one this year. They've lost all five. They've given up 30 or more points in four or five, and they give up 26 points in the other one. They've been terrible, mostly though to running backs, so that maybe helps Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, which who's your fa- who's your favorite wide receiver in this game? Is it Fitzgerald? Yes. Yeah. Does this bother you? Look at Larry Fitzgerald in those five East Coast games: no touchdowns, um, seven for sixty, ten for seventy-four, four for fifty-three, three for twelve, six for fifty-one. So two like two really good PPR games, but that's it. Does that bother you at all? Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's uh he's a number two receiver, but it's just a matter of you know like who are you starting him over or comparing him to. Like right now, which I'm looking at, I'm probably going to make the switch. I have him right uh, two spots ahead of Goodwin and Landry, and I think I like those two guys better. Goodwin and Landry. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, the Reds- right now. Redskins wide receivers? Crowder's the best one, but they're all risky. Yeah. Crowder or Jordy? Jordy. And do you want the tight ends in this game? Uh, nope. Not unless you're desperate. But I would start Seals Jones over Davis. Dave? Because Washington's very bad against tight ends. What about you? I can't trust Seals Jones after what has happened to him over the past couple of weeks. It's because you hate that Seals song? I do. Vernon Davis would be my pick. Both of these DSTs are kind of sneaky. Uh, yeah, but they're not exactly must starts. Maybe a daily flyer. Jets are at the Saints. Stat of the game. Oh, this is interesting, guys. Only one running back has scored double-digit fantasy points in standard scoring leagues against the Jets in their last seven games. That running back was Tevin Coleman. That is despite seven running backs getting 12 or more carries and three running backs getting 20 or more carries. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm just like, for whatever reason, a little nervous about Mark Ingram this week. You're going to suggest to people to get away from Mark Ingram after he's helped them no. get this far, after he's proven to be a humongous part of this New Orleans offense? I just always remind you that it's the final four teams in most leagues, and they could have loaded rosters. And I wonder, do you, you know, normally Mark, Ingram, Mark, Ingram, Mark Ingram is a top five guy, but he's been getting like 12 carries a game lately. Is he still a top five guy? 
in this spot where they should be able to bludgeon this, the Jets? Who yeah. Bludgeon. Okay. All right. So he's fine. I don't Kamara's have the top five running back, Adam. You don't? Where do you yeah, have Yeah, me neither. He's sixth for me. He's, <laughs> uh, he's closer to 10 for me, but you're not benching him. Okay. Uh, would you start Mark Ingram or Melvin Gordon? Uh, I would start. I have Ingram higher for now. I might change it. I'd start Gordon. Starter sit Drew Brees. Start him. Start. This feels like a blow up spot for him. I'll say it again every week. <laughs> okay. Doesn't it feel like it's a blow up spot for all the Saints. Yes. Yep. And that the Jets don't score any points again. Yeah. Yep. Get Michael Thomas in your FanDuel lineup. Uh, he's in mine. How about Ted Ginn if he plays? Mm, can't trust him. All right. So just the obvious guys. Over on the Jets side, we talked about Robbie Anderson in the Startometer segment. Anderson is a number three receiver. Um, and I actually was going to put him in my daily lineup, but he's really expensive on FanDuel. So yeah, he's no like things. a fourth most expensive yeah. receiver. I thought they would like that. I thought they'd knock him down, but they did not. Would you start any? Are you? Is there any Jet you want to start this week? Nope. No. All right then. Saints DST. They're in my FanDuel lineup. They are fourth for Jamie, second for Dave, and fourth for Heath. Start uh, Sid Austin, Safarian Jenkins, right? Yep. Yes. All right. Yes. 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 Philadelphia is at the Giants. Stat of the game in the Giants' last seven games. So this is for Alshon Jeffrey owners, for Nelson Aguilar owners. Seven wide receivers have managed to score eight or more fantasy points in standard scoring leagues on five or fewer targets. That's incredible. Some of them have relied on one long touchdown catch, but the Giants have been giving up a ton of fantasy points to wide receivers. They suck. So how do you feel about Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar this week? I'm okay with Jeffrey as a number two receiver, and I'm okay with Aguilar as a flex in PPR. Yeah, I would try and get away from Aguilar just because Ertz is back, so the targets will probably go back down again for him. I don't think they're going to have to throw in this game, uh, but Jeffrey, as we've talked about, it doesn't necessarily need a lot of yards to be successful. So I don't know if I want to start multiple receiving options in Nick Foles' first game. Alshon Jeffrey or Larry Fitzgerald? Uh, Jeffrey. Fitzgerald. Larry, uh, Alshon Jeffrey or A.J. Green? Green. Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll take Jeffrey in standard. I'll take Fitzgerald in PPR. D.D. Westbrook or Alshon Jeffrey? Alshon. Uh, Alshon, but it's close. It's closer in PPR. Marshawn Lynch or Alshon Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Marshawn Lynch or Nelson Aguilar? Um, Lynch. I, I think Lynch is probably the safer way to go. I know you don't love Kerwin Williams. Would you start Kerwin Williams over Nelson Aguilar? In standard, yes. We've talked a lot about Nick Foles this week. Nick Foles is about 18th in the rankings. He's got an opportunity. He's got a great matchup. He's behind Jared Goff for Jamie, but ahead of Goff for Dave. He's behind Jimmy Garoppolo. He's behind Kirk Cousins. You can start Foles over Derek Carr, Joe Flacco, Marcus Mariota. Okay. Um, how do you approach the Eagles running backs? I gotta tell you, the first time these two teams played, LeGarrette Blunt looked like he was going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame the ne- on Monday. Uh, he <laughs> killed the Giants. He only had 12 carries, but a 67 yards and a touchdown. He embarrassed the Giants. Um, what do you think? Who, and I know you guys probably prefer Ajayi, but would you want yeah. either guy? Ajayi's been getting the work. The last couple of weeks, he's led the way in snaps, touches, yards. 
Well, he, two he, weeks he's ago, the was, main running back. Two now. weeks ago was pretty even. Last week he definitely had more. Yeah, I mean it, it's been when they've been falling behind. So what happens when they play right. the lead? That's the thing. It might be blunt because because against yeah, the Bears, I, I, I wouldn't blunt. be surprised if it's both guys having an opportunity here. I, I would trust Ajayi more, but I could see Legarrette Blunt. If you need a flex in standard leagues, be fine. Would you start an Eagles running back over Christian McCaffrey? I would start a Jai over McCaffrey. I would start a Jai over McCaffrey in standard. I would start McCaffrey over a Jai in PPR. Would you start Jonathan Stewart or Jay Ajayi? I think Stewart. I have a Jai higher. Jamie said Stewart. Dave said Ajayi. Okay. Uh, Zach Ertz, a must-start guy. And we move on to the Giants. Are there any Giants you want to start this week? Uh, No. Ingram just out of necessity. I'm not ready to say that Sterling Shepard's going to be a total dud. Okay. Sterling. I think he could get a bunch of short targets, volume his way up in PPR. Yeah, I just think with that offensive line being what it is against his defense. Well, that's time, part of it. That's part of why he could Last time he played them, the, the secondary wasn't good for Philadelphia. It's much better now. Uh, Tennessee is at San Francisco then. Eagles DST, by the way, is top five. Tennessee is at San Francisco here. Stat of the game. Only one of the last nine quarterbacks to face the Titans has scored more than 18 fantasy points. That was Ben Roethlisberger. But they have not faced very good competition. Which quarterback do you like better in this game, Mariota or Jimmy G? I hate the way that Garoppolo, or that Mariota looks these days. He's missing ben targets. Ben. He's been playing poorly. He's hurt. I, I think Garoppolo's the better guy. How much do you like Garoppolo? Do you think he gets... Do you think he becomes the second quarterback in 10 games to f- score more than 18 fantasy points against the Titans? I don't. I think he's a decent flyer off the waiver wire. If you lost Wentz and you don't trust Foles, if you lost McCown, you can't get Rodgers. I think that he's someone that you could naturally gravitate toward. But there is, there's appeal. There's, I think there's more upside with both Foles and Flacco. But I also think there's more downside with those guys, whereas Garoppolo seems pretty locked into the 16 to 19 fantasy point range. Okay, fair enough. We talked about Carlos Hyde. You guys like him. Are you starting either Titans running back? No, Henry's a flex. Murray's a flex in PPR. Are you starting any Titans wide receivers? Nope. I think Rashard Matthews is a sneaky play. I don't hate him as a flex because the cornerbacks for the Niners are not good. So he might be able to make some plays, and he's been their best outside receiver this year. Well, you're going to laugh at me on the video show today because I'm going to say Marcus Mariota's a sleeper. I I have to start him in the two-quarterback league. Thankfully, I started him over Trevor Simeon. Um, but but it's a good matchup. I know, it is. I mean, he's been there, so bad. there's a spot for him to take advantage of something, for Matthews to take advantage of something, for the running backs to take advantage of it. This is this is great, but right. he's been bad. A second straight trip to the West Coast for them. So there are things that are working against him just from a natural Yeah. They stayed out there. I don't think that really changes you know, much. They're underdogs. They are. San Fran's they're, favored. They've, they've got an eight and five and, record. And you gotta buy into that the 49ers team as a whole, whether it's just being motivated by having a new quarterback or just playing better in general, you know, progression of the season that they've finally taken hold of the system. They look much better as a team. They do. Yeah, yeah the they've won two, two in a row. They've beaten uh, the Bears and what was the Texans? Uh, Marquise Goodwin, seventy-two percent owned. Would you start Marquise Goodwin over any Rams wide receiver? Easy. Would you start him over yes. AJ Green? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Wow. I think, I think it's, it's, 
it's probably the he has a higher ceiling. I think AJ has a higher floor. Okay, like would like to see him get in the end zone, but two games with Garoppolo, eight catches for ninety nine yards, six catches for one hundred and six yards. That's pretty damn good. And if you want a total flyer at tight end, Dave has Garrett Selleck in his top twenty. This is sort of like sixteen team leagues and deeper. Uh, he could have zero points. Wouldn't shock anyone. Our last game, Chicago is at Detroit. First meeting, Detroit won 27-24 in week 11. So they played very recently. Stafford scored 21 fantasy points. It was the third most fantasy points scored against this Bears defense by a quarterback this season. Um, and we talked about Stafford earlier. He's a decent start this week. He's top 10 guy. Uh, maybe top 12, maybe? I, don't know. I think he's top 10 for both of you. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. He's 10th, 10th, and where does Heath have Stafford? Oh, 5th. That's right. Heath loves Stafford. All right, anyway, more importantly on this game on Chicago at Detroit, what about the Detroit running backs? I was I was somewhat excited to get Theo Riddick in my PPR lineup, but what about now? Can't trust them. Can't trust this. All right, Riddick or Kerwin Williams? Riddick, PPR, Williams, standard. I think that's fair. And we love Marvin Jones. Dave. Should we sit Golden Tate this week? I wouldn't do it in PPR, but I would do it in standard. The track record for him against Chicago is not good. Ten fantasy points or less in seven career games against Chicago, including earlier this year, when they really did a nice job taking him away. Can't imagine they're going to change their game plan that much to where they're more worried about Jones or Ebron or the run game for the Lions. So I, I he makes me nervous in standard. Golden Tate or Sterling Shepard? Shepard for me. I'll take Tate both. Golden Tate or Marquise Goodwin? Goodwin. Golden Tate or Rashard Matthews? Tate. I think you could talk me into Matthews in uh, standard. All right. Eric Ebron, any interest? No. Yeah, you have to after what he did last week. And he's, you know, targets have been there for him the last month. Well, what does that mean, though? What's he safe for? Four for 50? Yeah, which puts him as a borderline starter based on what tight ends have been. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I'm on board with four for 50. I'm not on board with whatever the hell he had last week, 10 catches. No, that's not sustainable. You guys love Jordan Howard as well you should. Uh, he, in the midst of him like playing poorly, he actually had one huge game before last week, and it was against this Lions team. 15 carries, 125 yards, and a touchdown. Howard is seventh for Dave and Jamie. 15th for Heath and Standard. A little bit lower for everybody in PPR, but Howard should have a big game. And would you start anyone in the Chicago passing game? I, I guess Shaheen is a decent flyer. He's 2% owned at tight end. Detroit's allowed five touchdowns to tight ends in their last four games. What about Trubisky? What about a wide receiver? Uh, Shaheen is questionable for the game. I think he's going to end up playing. He was limited with a chest injury. I think he's a streamer at tight end. I don't like any of the other pass catchers for Chicago. I don't think Kendall Wright... He's going to catch 10 passes again like he did last week. I don't see Dontrell Inman doing incredible things. I don't see Mitchell Trubisky having a game like he had last week. By the way, we have the injury report for this game. And two starters on the Lions offensive line are out. And know, another one's scary. questionable. It's it's scary. And the Bears front, um, I, I thought they'd play worse without Mitch Unrein. They were okay last week against Cincinnati and their beat-up offensive line. It could be a strike against Stafford. Yeah, but Stafford's so used to playing behind a bad offensive line for most of his career. All right, here are our DFS lineups. My FanDuel lineup. I think it's. I feel like it's going to be similar to Dave's. 
It, it usually is. is. Yeah, I have DraftKings for you too. Cool. I have Ben Roethlisberger. Me Sa- too. Save some money at running back with Alex Collins and Kenyon Drake. Those uh, are the two free spaces, buddy. Yep. Right. Those are They're great. Cheap. Uh, I have a wide receiver. Three guys who are expensive. Michael Thomas, great matchup against the Jets. Devin Funches, great matchup against the Packers. Yeah, Ad- we're very similar. Adam Thielen against uh, Cincinnati. And Delaney Walker's my tight end. Chris Boswell's my kicker. And the Saints DST. Saints DST, I think, are going to be very, very started this week. They're affordable, and they have sure. a great matchup. So Ben, Collins, Drake, Thomas, Funches, Thielen, Walker, Boswell, Saints. Dave, what's your FanDuel lineup? We have two, only two similarities, actually, Ooh. and it's Roethlisberger and Drake. I went with Burkhead at 6,500 over Collins at 6,600 because I needed every dollar uh, for my lineup. Uh, I paired Antonio Brown with Roethlisberger. Let's go for it. Have a big game against the Patriots, which would be a high-scoring game. Devontae Adams is my number two. Richard Matthews is my number three. I like his price at 5,800. Zach Ertz is my tight end. Love the matchup against the Giants. And I know Nick Foles knows Zach Ertz. I think that'll help him especially in the red zone. the I, I have a guarantee for FanDuel this week. The guarantee is Robbie Gold at kicker. At 4500 it's the minimum price. Ooh. He has exceeded that value in each of two games with Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to edit. So I, I think Robbie Gold should be your kicker, and I'm going with the Dolphins' defense at 4200 playing against Buffalo and, and a Bills offense that isn't very inspiring, hoping that they could create a couple of turnovers that – a lot of other defenses haven't quite been able to do against Tyrod Taylor this year. Would you rather have Robbie Gold or Chris Boswell, just straight up? Gold. He's Boswell. The, he's among the cheapest kicker. He's, he's no, but just straight up because price doesn't matter. The three hundred doesn't get. Oh, me are anything. you? Hmm. Boswell at home has been like the most probably Boswell, like for seasonal fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably Boswell. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Boswell. I won't I won't change. What's his price, Adam? He is forty eight hundred. Okay, so I saved 300 bucks by going with gold. But I think he's going to be just as good as he's been the past couple of weeks. Jamie, what do you got on DraftKings? Uh, well, we're the same at running back. We're the same at two receivers. I don't have Thielen. I have D.D. Westbrook as my third receiver. But Collins and Drake, I went with Blake Bortles, a quarterback. Uh, Fandle and DraftKings prices are so different. So um, Bortles is uh, very cheap and should be good. Clearly not Roethlisberger good. But um, tight end, I went with uh, Jimmy Graham. I expect a bounce back game from him, and his price was very cheap at $4,900. My flex is Doug Baldwin, so I'm counting on Russell Wilson to hit those two guys. Bonanza. For big plays, huh? Bonanza. Yeah, and then uh, I went with the Redskins defense because they're cheap, and the Cardinals are not going to be very good on the road. All right, guys, thank you very much. Mailbag coming up later. We'll talk to you then. Good luck. Let's get a win. Here we go. See ya. Good luck, guys. Bye.